What's up, Straight Talk Society? It's your boy Trevor coming at you with another episode of Straight Talk with Trevor. I truly appreciate everyone listening to last week's episode, The Return of Straight Talk. After our long three-month hiatus, I think we came back with a bang and gave you an exciting episode. And just a side note, um, Zay will be back because he was well-received, very popular person. So I definitely am going to have him back for another show. Tonight's episode is an episode I've been wanting to do for a long time. Since I started the podcast, um, most of you will remember I put a call out to any pastor, any preacher, anybody of that ilk to come on to the show and have a conversation with me. I have yet to have somebody do that until today. So tonight's episode, I'm going to have a sit down with an actual apostle slash pastor, just good old brother, and we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to forego my normal crown royal and coke just out of respect to him. Um, But we're just going to have a good old fashioned conversation about the Bible, because as uh, as of today, still my most popular episode is why I walked away from the church. So people seem to really be interested in that. And despite what anybody says, because a lot of people say that I left God because I stopped going to church to those people, I say you're an idiot. Um, going to the actual build, building has nothing to do with your relationship with the Most High. So um, I don't know where you get that from, but I still love the Most High God and I still try to walk in his commandments and statues and I put a call out and I I do have a preacher in the building tonight and I'm going to let him introduce himself but I'm going to set this up because what even made me want to have him on is because of a Facebook post that I saw him post I want to say it was a couple of months ago I don't know um, but he just asked the question are you real or religious and that just when I saw that, I was like, okay, there we go. I got to talk to him. So sitting across from me in the studios, I have Apostle Ben in here. You go ahead and greet the people. Good evening. Good evening, people. Um, as he said, I, and I think he responded to that post also. You know, it was like we had a good conversation. I've been knowing him for some years. So, you know, we, we, uh, I'm going to tell you one thing that blew me away about, well, when it comes to ministry and the word. One thing that blew me away about this young man, it was my mother's celebration of her birthday. And we were having a discussion. And he went into Genesis and he said, we've been taught wrong about this. And he said, this is what? And I said, whoa, yeah, you're right. Because I had just taught that a week earlier in Bible study. Exactly where he was coming from and exactly what was revealed to him. Right, don't jump too. Don't jump too no, far ahead. I'm not going too far. <laughs> don't jump too far ahead. Um, you you have a radio show that I did listen into. It's called The Awakening. Just let us know that. Give the numbers to it. Plug it. Whatever you have before we get in the conversation. Because I don't want to get you upset and then you walk out. So <laughs> nah. just go ahead and get all your plugs in now. Bro, but I did. I did. I did listen to the show and it, it was a. It 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 had its controversies. Um which I'm pretty sure we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do I do like the fact that 
you let people come on and say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think we have a problem with the church in a whole is that you have one man preaching, speaking, whatever they're doing, and nobody's reciprocating. Nobody can ask questions. Nobody can challenge what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you challenge what they're saying is like, oh, they want to call you heretical and stuff like that. They're like, oh, no, you... you you're challenging our doctrine as to what we're what we go against. So you go ahead and give your um because I got a I got an opening question for you. So you can go ahead and okay. give your links and everything. Okay, it's called an awakening. It's uh, every Monday night at five thirty Monday night five thirty p.m. Eastern time, and the number to call in is seven one two seven seven zero eight zero nine seven. The code is 522619. That's an awakening. Uh, we, we've studied the history. We've studied the history of different religions. We've studied, uh, I'm going to say this, and we're probably going to be discussing this today, uh, pagan Christianity. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and that's those are what we do. And what I do mostly, if I'm not coming from some type of book or something that I've studied and break it down, Usually, I hear something from the Holy Spirit. I hear it. I study it, break it down by the Holy Spirit, and talk about it on the show. So it's not just me coming up with something, saying, "Oh, this is going to be this and this is that." That's not how I operate, and many people don't get that. When you hear from the Holy Spirit, you're on the right track. All right, and with that, we are going to get into my opening question. So I did listen to your show last week, and um, first thing, first thing that got me when you when you did your opening scripture, you came from I want to say the new. What version of the Bible did you read? You came from the I want to say the new international version. Uh, now that's a good question. That's a good question. Give me one minute. I think I still have it on here. Um, but you didn't. Was, come. I think it was. It might have been amplified. Yeah, amplified. amplified. That's what it was. You, yeah, you came from the amplified version of the Bible. Now, me, I've always been a King James guy. Mm-hmm. I always read the King James. Um, I've tried all the other versions of the Bible. I tried the easy to read, the NIV, and all that stuff. But I think with me personally, the 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 King James just just makes it more plain for me. What's, what do you tell somebody who's new to this and trying to study God's word and they're going to come to you and they're going to say, well, why are there so many different versions? And, and how do we know that from version to version, things aren't left out? Because I, I don't have it in front of me, but there is a difference. I want to say is in between the NIV and the KJV, there's one they scripture. Deleted, they yeah. have deleted, began to delete a yeah. lot of scriptures. There are certain things that's deleted. Yes. So yes. so how in the world, if this is supposed to be God's word, and I tell you, I got the Bible, Romans 15 and 4, whatsoever things are written for, time are written for our learning. If and How, if this is supposed to be God's word, mm-hmm. how can we trust all these multiple um, uh, versions? Actually, you can't. Seriously. I'm not going to say that there's one version that you can trust, and that includes the King James Version, because I've studied it, and I've even studied uh, anyone out there. If you can, there's a book that's called uh, God's Secretaries, 
the making of the King James Version. That tells you the story behind it being making, why it was making, and different things that went on when it was being done. And also, what I do, I also study in Greek and Hebrew and the translation into English. This is why I do use the King James Version, but this is why I don't depend on it because there were some words that were deliberately changed. I know we get that story while, you know, it was changed to English and you use some of the, something in the translation, some words didn't exist. So why is it that, why is it that, that um, what's the guy's name? Well, is it true that the, when the King James Bible was written, the letter J wasn't even, the letter J didn't did not come in into existence until like the 1600s. So we're just gonna have to go here. Um, so the even the name Jesus itself was not really in the Bible. Is Yeshua? His name is Yeshua. Uh huh. So if his name is Yeshua, where do we get off calling him Jesus? Are we now we can say, oh, it's a it's an English trans translation but mm -hmm. when you okay let's say in Greek mythology um, if you say the name Zeus you don't translate Zeus into English so why are we translating the name of the savior of the world this is a big thing we're talking about now why are we translating the name of the no. savior of the world into English who did that I, okay now see I'm not real big on this thing but if the letter J didn't come come mm -hmm. until sixteen, it didn't come until sixteen hundreds. I may be a little off on those okay. dates, but no. no let, let me let me go here. The name that I was trying to think of earlier was Tyndale. Okay, Tyndale is given credit for doing the first translation. Okay, he used words like when the scripture says "upon this rock," when Jesus said "upon this rock I build my church," he didn't say that. It should have been translated "assembly." Tyndale used the word assembly. So why did King James use the word church? You got me. This is good. See? Now, I'm going to explain to you how I got into what I got into in studying. Our history and all that stuff, you know, I got into that. Christ said, this came directly from him. He said, study the original definitions of words. I did that. It led me to so many different things. The original definition of the word church, uh, the, the word that would have been used is Khan or Kurikos, right? Which means the house of a Lord or the house of any Lord. The original, the, the original definition, okay? You're probably not going to find that now because they begin again Few, about three years ago, I got that. I saw it. I read it. I studied it. I broke it down. Just this year, somebody asked me, where is it? We went to Google it and stuff. Find it. Wasn't there. You couldn't find it. So let me ask you a question because I, I don't want to get stuck on either one on one topic alone. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely, I can just see where this is going right now. I'm definitely going to have to have you back for part two. But even while I was listening to your show, they called you Apostle. Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to be a hot hot button topic for me because okay. so just so everybody knows I haven't been inside a physical church building in maybe a year and a half mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I, I haven't been studying and things like that one of the things that I picked up I started studying the Hebrew Israelites a lot over the past year and a half 
um, going more to the meaning of words, like you said, mm -hmm. what certain words mean, because when you read it in the way it was originally written, it makes all these stories yeah. that you heard, like, it, wait a minute, it, man. It, it takes you somewhere. Yeah, it's like, yeah. wait a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believed yeah. this for so many years, mm -hmm. and now I'm reading this in the Hebrew. Mm -hmm. That word doesn't even mean that. And I, I'm, I'm not a Hebrew Israelite, but I do study what they say because, as I said in my Why I Walked Away um, episode, I think as far as a religious organization, they are next to the Muslims, like the most, mm -hmm. um, they're the most strict and, and, and they stick to their doctrine. You know, mm -hmm. there's no swaying either way to what they say, but this word apostle, mm -hmm. people were calling you an apostle. Yeah. You answer to the word apostle. Yes. So it means you identify as an apostle. Yes. Are, how? How are you an apostle? And before you answer that, when I read in the scriptures, Jesus called 12 apostles. Mm -hmm. 12 men, by the way. Mm -hmm. I know I just pissed everybody off with that one, but he called 12 men apostles. Um, Judas betrayed him. Judas hung himself and then they replaced him with Matthias mm -hmm. and then later on in scripture um, Paul became an apostle mm -hmm. so you have and Jesus himself was an apostle mm -hmm. so you have what that's you have about 14 known apostles in the scriptures I like the way you use that word known yeah okay, well, well yeah. remember now remember where we're going uh -huh. whatsoever things are written uh -huh. before time uh -huh. so what my whole thing is, I can't go by what somebody made up. It has to be written. If it's mm -hmm. not written in the scriptures, mm -hmm. how can I take it as coming from God? Mm -hmm. So how how in 2021 are you or anybody else an apostle? No, we're gonna go to what we call the fivefold ministry, where it was being announced in, in in I think it was Ephesians. Yeah, where it was being announced. Where, in where there. he gave he gave well, some yeah. some apostles. Uh, and what was the last part of that? Until what? Yeah, let me pull it up. I have to. Yeah, let's go there. Um, you remember the scripture right off the top? Not right off. Not right off. Like I told you, I chose okay. to do it because that's, so that's not a, the way they were written. Ephesians, Ephesians 4 and 11. And he gave some apostles, uh -huh. some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Okay. Now, has all that been done yet? The what? The edifying of the no, no, body? Read, read, read what you read. What you now, the body, the whole body has not been edified yet. Uh, but go ahead and read. Uh, we all, read. Okay, okay, let's read further. Till we all come in the unity of the faith uh -huh. and the knowledge of the Son of God unto uh -huh. a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So you're you're saying more so verse thirteen. Yeah. Till we all come into the unity of the faith. Uh, no, we aren't. No, we haven't all come into unity of faith. There it is right there. Now, it said, it named those and said, what? What did it say? Now, it's, it's now said, those things are necessary. Yeah, he said until he, he, he gave right. some. But, yeah. but what? Because if you look at a biblical apostle, mm -hmm. and again, because the Bible gives qualifications of how you got to be an elder. An elder has to be a mm -hmm. husband of one wife, mm -hmm. not with wine, blah, mm -hmm. blah, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. a biblical apostle mm -hmm. had to have walked with Jesus. No, Paul didn't. How? He didn't. Paul, he, Paul was crucified. Remember now, Paul was having Christians murdered. He was crucifying Christians. Why? Because he didn't believe this Christ thing. 
He never walked with Christ. Never met Christ. When he met Christ, he was on the road to Damascus, remember? And mm -hmm. Christ spoke out, knocked him off his beast, and spoke out to him. You know, now, when this happened, what did Christ, what was Christ's response? Lord. He called him Lord. So apparently he knew who he was. He had never met him, but he had heard of him. This is why he was killing the folks, because he was like, I'm doing God a favor by killing these people that say they're Christians. Okay, that leads me to something different. You say you, you don't identify as a Christian. No, I don't. Did, did I get that right? Because do. I don't, you I don't did want to get that right. I want you, to you did get that right. Because you don't identify as a Christian. Right. But you just said Paul was killing Christians. And we uh -huh. know that a, a Christian, just by definition, is a follower of Jesus Christ. Now, there's a reason why I don't call myself a Christian. See, we know what the word originally meant, right? It basically meant a person following after Christ, a person following his teachings, a disciple of Christ, a person that adheres to what Christ did, okay? That's what it means. But as we look around to what's going on today where everybody's a Christian now, even though they're not, they're not portraying Christ or really identifying with his teachings, you know, and now when people hear the word Christian, then looking at, okay, this person's out here doing this and doing that and da 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 da. The, the, da. Pimp, the pimp calls himself a Christian. Right, the pimp calls himself a Christian. You know, the dope dealer may call himself a Christian. You but know. but but that still doesn't mean that you yourself can't be a Christian because no, it didn't say no. I didn't say I can't be. I say I don't call myself. See, that's that's a difference. That's a difference. See, we go. We about to get into something. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, because See, no, 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 no. Oh, I didn't say I'm not a Christian. I say I don't call myself a Christian. This is what I call myself. Okay, born again believer and a follower of the teachings of Christ. I don't know, man. I think you're doing a little wordplay there. I think you maybe. I think you maybe doing bottom, a little bottom line trouble. There. Bottom line trouble. You're right. That's yeah. wordplay, but. I'm defining more of who I am than just saying Christian. Because what I'm looking at, I'm looking at what how people see Christians as now, what they see them as. That's a broad thing. Right? So I so I identify them when I'm when I'm speaking to them, I identify myself as a born-again believer and a follower, a follower. Now see, this is a big difference. Because people that call themselves Christians, all of them are not followers. So you you identify yourself by the 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 the, the fruit more than the exactly. actual title. Exactly, the fruit. This is why, and you're talking about apostle. That title means absolutely nothing to me. What means something to me is the responsibility that comes along with it. If you're not operating in the responsibility, what are you? I mean, seriously, seriously. And this is the problem. We got too many people paying what I call what I call musical titles. Oh yeah. You know, where you're a teacher, then they say, you know, you're a, you're you're an evangelist, you know, then you're a prophet, then you're an e then you oh, I'm gonna go somewhere with this truck trouble. Hang on now. Hey, you good. you're right. Listen, <laughs> I don't know if you ever listen to this show, but this straight talk, you say whatever you straight want to talk. say. I don't care. Then they say, you know, you're apostle. Now that's not where you stop at, because now you got to be a bishop. Where did the word bishop come from? Where did it come from? King James called it a bishop, but actually, in the original scripture, it should have been translated overseer. 
And it wasn't a position. How do you get a position over the Holy Spirit? But isn't the apostle, the title-wise, isn't the apostle higher than in the pecking order? Isn't the apostle no, higher than a bishop? because there is no pecking order, which is another thing we've been taught to believe. So what, not, what, what is the Pope considered? Nothing. When it comes to us, when it comes to Christ established, he's a pagan. He's a pagan, bottom line. And this, which is another reason why I don't tell people I'm a Christian. Why? Because most people identify the Pope as the head of Christianity. Oh, no, I, I, I know you don't. I, I don't at all. I know I you mean, don't, but many people do. I know you don't. If I saw many the people Pope, do. I'd spit on her. I mean, that's, right. that's just what it is. Right. But. right. So, you know, um, you know, so we've been taught a lot of paganistic things. Absolutely. Which I'm sure you know. Absolutely. You saw it for yourself. See, which is one of the reasons why you walk away from the church, which is a good thing. Why do what do people think the pandemic was about last year? All right, you gonna go somewhere now? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, now while this thing was man-made, let's make no mistake about that. You gonna go somewhere? While this thing was man-made, what did it cause to happen? It caused people to shut down these buildings. That was patterned after pagan temples. See now, that need to be on another show, the pagan temple thing. But anyway, uh, All right, you 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 um, because I, I want to get back to this this Christian thing because again, whatsoever was written. So we uh -huh. we, we go by what's written, mm -hmm. and let me let me pull it up. But in First Peter four and sixteen, it says, "Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not okay. be ashamed." No. Let him, so if, if if any man suffers as a Christian, yes. let not him be let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God now, on his behalf. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change that word Christian to what what originally it was. And, of and, the way. and you're coming okay, because we know that the New Testament was written in Greek. Mm -hmm. So you're saying the Greek word for Christian is not Christian? No, the Greek word for Christian the, the orig originally they were called of the way. Which meant what? Of the ways of Christ. Because they were following Christ. They were doing what Christ did. So they were called of the way. Now the word Christian came along centuries later. So why do you think Christians is just, is 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 the end thing to be as a Christian right now? Okay, so, and I, I, go, I go on record as saying this, and I got a lot of heat for saying this. The, the religion Christianity is straight out of hell. Yes, I said it because there's no biblical Christianity as a religion. I didn't say Christian. Christianity as, as a religion, religion mm -hmm. is not biblical. So why do you think the religion Christianity has over two billion? They, okay, Christianity has over two billion followers, believers, whatever you want to call them, and like forty-five hundred. 45,000 different denominations. Why are there so many denominations to one religion? Why is everybody's doctrine different? Trevor, you don't need me, man. Well, you, you, listen, you just hit everything right on the head. You're absolutely right. Straight from hell. And you just explained why. I mean... I, you just <laughs> explained why. See, now, you, you, you listen to the show. One of the questions was about Constantine. 
and the, 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 did he do I, anything I wanna, good? I, I want to get there. I, okay. I, I want right. to get there because right. I want to. I want to talk to you about the, the council and I see and all of this. Um, because I have I have a problem. I have a serious problem. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the guy who you could just tell this is how this is. I'm going to go and look for it. Yeah. And one of my biggest problems is that um, I was reading about the council, the council of Nicaea that they. But it, it wasn't the Council of Nicaea that actually canonized the Bible. It was another council after that. But how did they say, how did they turn around now and say, this belongs, this doesn't belong. Oh, let's put this in there. But this isn't scriptural. Oh, this wasn't inspired by God. How do we know that the 66 books that we have are from God? And on top of that, because I have the apocryphal. I use, I use the apocrypha. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't because they say it's not inspired, whatever. It is. Um, it was I, I, out. I use the apocrypha. Mm-hmm. How do we know that um, every Sunday morning when preachers are up there and they're not using the apocrypha, that they're doing a good thing versus the ones who are using it? Like, at, at some point, the people, like your show says, The Awakening, at some point, people had to wake up and start questioning mm-hmm. these things. You keep, you can't just believe anymore. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it, as crazy as it may seem, you can't just go off of belief anymore. Oh, oh, this is how this is. So believe it's God versus me actually trying to scripturally um, research other things. Like how do you how do you know how do you know that the sixty six books that we given is it and and are the sixty six books enough to get us into the kingdom? That, that's my question. That's your question. And you've hit everything on the head, Trevor. That's why, that's why I like it. Like I said, man, that one conversation we had that day on, day on my mom's birthday celebration, I saw a whole lot there. And But um, but the 66 books are not enough. Did they have the other books and stuff? Yes, they did. They decided not to include them. See, that was a decision that was made. They decided not to include those books. But we have to find out why. They exposed too much. They exposed too much. This is what and this is why they tweaked some of the things in there. Like I said, changed some. All it takes is a couple of words actually changed. You change the whole thing. You could change your punctuation and throw a whole jester off. Yes. Yes. For instance, those words like slave and master. Never. It was Lord. Maiden, bond maiden, servant. Because there is an actual slave Bible. That that, that exactly that there they, is. Yeah, and I got a copy of it. There is an actual slave Bible yes. that they use to control the slaves because yes. the slaves couldn't read, and because the slaves just blindly followed everything. It wasn't until you had like your Nat Turners and stuff mm-hmm. who really could read those scriptures and mm-hmm. decipher them right. They were like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, this isn't right. This isn't. You know what's going on. So yeah, a, a lot of times they use the Bible to control yes. people, mainly our people. And they're still doing. They're still doing. It. Our people are doing it yeah, too. Absolutely. Yes. They they use the Bible to control. I never once said that I didn't like the Bible. I, I I love the Bible. I read the Bible every day, and like I say, I I search out for God more now than anything. But I'm not looking at it through through Christianity anymore. 
I'm not looking at it through just a Sunday Christian that goes to church and is like, oh yeah, praise Jesus, blah blah blah. That establishment, that yeah. religion. Yeah. Thing. Now yeah. I'm now I'm looking like you know what, this this is the Most High. And, and, and he needs to deliver me from the condition that I'm in. And it ain't happening on no Sunday morning. I, I think, to me, Sunday morning is always it's just a motivational thing. It's just to make mm -hmm. you feel good. Then you leave and you go out and you feel the same way. And you go back to your same problems. And you just cut. It's, it's rinse but, and repeat. But what, but what, did, you, but what repeat. did you learn that would sustain you? What did I learn? Yeah, but what do you learn that would sustain you in those services? What did you learn that would help you deal with what you're dealing with on the outside of those walls. Well, if you have a good teacher, every now and then they'll give exactly. you exactly. Well, I well I can say I I had a I had a good I had a good teacher. I had two good teachers. I can say that. I, I you know I'll say that. I, I have two good teachers. I just wish that sometimes you know not, you know what I had two good teachers, mm -hmm. um, and they did teach me things. But just the church on the whole, I just don't think. I, I don't think it's helping our people. I think it's not. Honestly, honestly, I, I think <laughs> I think if any black person in 2021 is still a part of the Christian church, I mean, you probably gotta open your eyes, man. I, I'm serious. I don't, I don't. I just don't. What What actually is the, the the Christian church doing for our people to liberate our people? Because now you know what you know what Christianity is now. Christianity is oh. Um, God, give me this big house on the hill, or oh, God, give me all this money. Oh, God, give me all this material, 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 material. Mm -hmm. It's never God put the words in my mouth that I could help this person get mm -hmm. off drugs. God put the words in my mouth that I could help this person get off the mm -hmm. street. How come we don't we don't see any healing going on anymore? Nothing. Now, what you're speaking of now is what we would call of the way, because those are the things that Christ did. See, that's why I say I, I put I separate those things. See, that's why I separate those things. See, Christ gave us instructions. If you're not following those instructions, are you really a Christian? That's the bottom line. It's not about a great service. It's not about a convention. It's not about a conference. It's not about skipping across the platform, turning flips and screaming and yelling and all that stuff at people. Yeah. See, it's not about that. It's not about the choir or the praise team singing so great and your music staff is off the chain. And your congregation still going to hell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But see, again, again, this is why religion hurts us. Now, people want to say, oh, the word says uh, your good religion is, is caring for the sick and that I don't know. That word actually should have been translated worship. It should have been translated worship. Your worship. When you're doing those things, you're actually worshiping God. Why? Because you're following the instructions of Christ. You're helping your fellow man, somebody that's down, somebody that's less fortunate than you, you're helping them. You're doing the work of ministry. Jesus, Jesus did say, he did say, um, you know, go out into the world and yes. teach and everything like that. And he said, greater works than this, and you should do so as as believers, we should be doing what Christ is doing. And the last time I checked, Christ wasn't giving people houses and cars and stuff like that. Which again, not, I have all of that. None of that stuff is bad. 
I have all those things. So I'm not saying any of that stuff is bad, but at what point do we get past the material things? And I, why, why aren't I seeing people being healed anymore? Why, you know, I, I, when this whole COVID thing hit, you had that one preacher who blew into the, I, I don't know how to say his name, but he blew into the, um, you know, he, he rebuked COVID and, 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 and blew into the air like that was supposed to do. That's the mockery. It's, it's all yes. become a game. Yes. Like where yes. where where are the where are the real where are the part prophet Elijahs that can call it's, it's fire real, from heaven? It's a real show. That's what it's become. It's, it's become, a show. become a show. A performance. I, I don't I don't I can't be a part of that. Like I, I just I can't. It's is it I can't and when people Me either. when I talk to people they're like, oh man, you left the church. I started going to church in 1997 because I was at a real low point in my life. My dad's girlfriend brought me to church and it made me feel good. I stopped going to church in 2020. And I'm going to tell you in the almost two years that I haven't been, I haven't, not, nothing's changed. I haven't felt, I haven't missed anything. Not, because the, the, the relationship was with God for me was never to build it, and it's not the building. It was never. It's to not build supposed it. to be the building. See, and then, uh, I hate to go here again, but this goes back to Constantine. That's when the religious stuff he brought in the religious stuff. As I said, he built those. Number one, the first few buildings he built, he built them on grave sites. Constantine said he got a revelation. He got a revelation from God. That's what he said, and and most people dispute. If he was even really being real, because they were killing. Who was that who tried to um, go against him? Amaris or Aramis, something like that. And they would kill anybody who dared go against them. Which, which is just like now. If, if you try to, if you try to come up, if you try to raise a thought-provoking conversation in a church, it's like they kill you now. Mm -hmm. They don't physically kill you, but they right. try to cut you down yeah. and kick you out of their they're, congregation. They assassinate your character. Yeah, it's like, which is oh, murder. oh, no, he's, he's, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, how dare he ask that Now, let me ask question. you this. How did Christ respond when they came against him? Did he do any of that? Did he kill anybody? No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. How, what did Paul and, the, and the, uh, those that, uh, the apostles and stuff and all those? What did they do when they came against what they were teaching? Well, I mean, you Peter, but <laughs> well, you know, Peter cut off the man's yeah, head. That's when they when they put the hands on Christ, you know. But Christ, what did he do? He, he 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 spoke to that. What Peter did, see, he spoke to that. Then what Peter did and straightened that out. But since then, you didn't see Peter swinging no sword at anybody or anything anymore. You know, especially. And see, this is what's going to get people because they're going to say, you trying to say I'm not feeling the Holy Spirit? No. After Peter got, people like to say, well, Peter was a fuss of cuss of fight. They used to ask you so they could continue doing those things. And I said, if you, if you follow scripture, once Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, he didn't do any of those things. You don't, you don't see it. Recruit. And yeah. people's response usually, the response I usually get is, so you trying to say I don't have the Holy Spirit? No. I'm just telling you. Once Peter received the Holy Spirit, it brought deliverance and a cleansing. He didn't do those things anymore. So now, we as followers of Christ, we're supposed to have the Holy Spirit. Why was Constantine having people murdered? See, listen. This is what, another one of the problems. Like I say, anybody can call themselves a Christian. 
but are they really? So, so you 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 mentioned it, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, how does one know that they're filled with the Holy Spirit? And watch where I'm going because it it again I I learn other ways, and you have all these denominations. Some of them, some some people tarrying. Yeah, some people say, oh. Let me lay, it, let, not even scriptural. Let me lay my hands on you and fill you with the, the you know, I'm going to lay my hands on you and you're going to receive the Holy Spirit and then stir me, me, me inside you. My, let me give you my testimony. This is my testimony. Yes, even the Bible, it was done. Scripture was done through laying on the hands. Okay? That's the way it was done. That's not the way I received it. But how does one know that how they have... You feel it, believe me. You feel it when it enters. It actually, this is it actually enters you, the Holy Spirit. You feel it enter. I guess more so where I'm going on the day of Pentecost. Uh huh. When they received the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. they were endowed with power. Yes. And began to speak, speak in, in other tongues. Now, yeah. for I have that word other. Uh -huh. has always been the topic of debate because the other tongues, some people will say like, oh, it's because it was other people of different nations there, so they were able to speak to those people. But then you have some preachers that hard down say, no, you have to speak in tongues in order to prove that's that a lie. the Holy Ghost. Now, that's a lie. I'm going to tell you, that's a lie right there. You know why? It is not the evidence. While it's one, but it's not deep. Because everybody now, doesn't speak. Now let's look tongues. at the fruit of the spirit. How many fruit of the spirits are out there? Uh seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I look more for those than I do the Holy Spirit, than I do the uh, tongue. Tongues can be faked. Oh yeah. You're not faking the fruit. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not faking the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You're not gonna fake that. You may put up a front for a little while, but sooner or later it's gonna be seen. You can fake tongues all day long unless somebody pick it up there. Oh, this is a fake. See, I was once confronted with that once at a ministry I was a part of. While there were those that were there that did hear me speak in tongues. Very rarely, but they did. There was this one person that had showed up whenever they wanted to. We got into a discussion, and then to me, she said, Well, well, you don't have those spirit because you don't, I have I never heard you speak in tongues. I said, I looked at her, I said, some tongues are fake. You should have seen the expression on her on her face. Because she was one of them that faked it a lot. <laughs> See, I know. How did I know? Because I had the Holy Spirit. And it was the Holy Spirit that revealed it to me. See, so you can't just say tongues. What about you that's changed? Absolutely. See, what is it about you that's changed? How do you treat people? See. I had a conversation. We're going to get into. We're going to get into the political radar right here, okay? Because I had somebody telling me, "Oh, uh, 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 Trump was saved. I saw him repent." Da, da, da. I say, "Did you see him say forgive me and all this stuff, or did you actually see a change?" Now let's remember what repentance means. Repentance is to turn away from your sin. Exactly. Not words. Not words. So I asked her, I said, what did you see change in him after that? She said, nothing. I said, so he didn't repent. That's the bottom line. Now, I know some people may want to disagree with that. Some people may want to come after me, but bring it. See, I'm, I'm truth glad, is the truth. I'm glad you say that because we have, again, I, I've, I've been following the Hebrews a lot lately. And, um, and they say 
they like to say that they're perfect all the time. And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? You're perfect. Then they say they don't sin and blah, blah, blah. But when you listen to what they're saying, it's like they're saying when, when true repentance comes, you aren't doing those things anymore. And Jesus died once. It wasn't like he, he, you can't keep putting them up on the cross right. because the, the blanket of Christianity is, oh, God died, Jesus died for my sin, so he'll forgive me for doing this. Mm-hmm. He'll for, so I could, I could keep doing this same thing even, over and even, over and over again. And even Paul addressed that. I could keep doing the same thing over and over again. Oh, but Jesus died for me. And that's what's being taught in the churches. Like, You're right. Oh, oh, You're oh, right. Oh, it does, and, I, and, I, and I've been guilty of saying it a lot of times when I did altar calls and stuff. I said, oh, it doesn't matter what you did, blah, blah, blah. God will forgive you a billion times for doing the same thing, blah, blah, blah. But we keep putting Jesus back on the cross. Mm-hmm. So I just think this whole doc, God, this time is running. <laughs> See, I could have this conversation forever because I got to have you back because this is this is my type of this is this is what this podcast was designed for. I know I know I talk a lot of crap and I get real rowdy and raunchy a lot of times, <laughs> but this is these type of conversations what I really like having because regardless of what people think, I still love the Most High and I, I just always seek out truth. But we got a couple more minutes, but I do want to ask you a couple of questions, and I am going to put you in the hot seat before we go, but the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Is the Trinity biblical? No. Yes and no, but no why? Because it doesn't call it a Trinity. Now, it does speak of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and it also speaks of them being one. Now, this is where... Okay, man. Hold, hold that, hold that. Okay, okay. So when I say the Trinity, I want to say the Trinity exactly how they say it in church. Uh-huh. The, the Holy Trinity, God, um, in 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 three different characteristics. God in three, God in three persons, mm-hmm. one God showing Himself in three different characteristics. So the Father. So so what they're saying is like you have this. You have ice. Ice could also be water and vapor and the solid, but it's still ice. Mm-hmm. Is that biblical? Is is the Holy Trinity because the Holy, the Holy we're Trinity? We're going to go back is, to the conversation that we had that day, right? Holy so Trinity was, is Catholic. That's a Catholic, right? It, 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 it is. Now you start. We start discussing Genesis, right? You told me what was revealed to you, and I told you, man, I just taught that, right? Now. It starts off in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. Then you go down and it speaks about the Spirit of God hovering over, right? That's the Holy Spirit. Then it starts to speaks about and the Lord God, right? Which was Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Right? The Holy Spirit revealed that to you. See, just like it was revealed to me. Many people miss that. And then when you and then to back that up, when you go to John, what does it say? In the beginning was the word, word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Uh huh. And the word became flesh. It goes down, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Then it speaks about everything that was created was created by. Uh, you put me on the spot. By 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 him, we're speaking of the word Christ. Through him, speaking of the word Christ, for him. Speaking of the word Christ. Okay? So now, John is telling us 
Christ did all that. He did all the creating. <laughs> just go, just go. Cause so so now I'm gonna so I'm gonna ask you, is then is Jesus Christ God? Yes. And the supper. Okay, is Jesus Christ God the most high? Let me put it that way. Is Jesus Christ God the most high or the Son of God only? Meaning when 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 Stephen's looking to heaven and he said he, and he looked up and he saw standing on the right hand of God, uh, uh, he saw Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Did he see two up there? He saw he saw the Father and the Son. So they are separate. Then. Yeah, they operate separately. You, they, you, you. They, they, they operate. They operate. They operate. Listen. Why is it that since Christ died on the on the tree, rose, went back to heaven, where his father is, and we received his spirit, we accepted him, and he looked back and said, "Listen, those are my people." He informed God of that. These are my people. These people, for I covered them. See, so once we do that and God looks out, what does he see? He see his son. While he know I'm Benjamin, you know, he sees, that's my son. That's what he sees. Why? Because we are now equal heirs, joint heirs with who? His son. So what do you say to the people what do you say to the Jesus only people that it's just Jesus and that's it? Jesus, no. is, Jesus is everything. There's no, no, no. there's no father, there's no, no father outside of the Son. When, when Jesus taught us how to pray, what did he do? He said, "Our Father." Our Father. He said, "Pray after this, Our Father," meaning my Father, your Father, everybody's Father, Heavenly Father. Jesus even said, "Call no man Father." Right? And he was letting us know that God is the only Father. Now, what he was talking about, and I, I got a lot of backlash for this, the term spiritual father. How can you have a spiritual father other than other than God? God is the spirit father. The. Now, you may call me, you know, speak to speak to me as your leader. You may speak to me as, as you know, a, a father figure. Okay. I have many people call me dad. You know, that I'm not their biological father. They call me dad because that's what they feel for me. So, um, you know, we have to be careful when we're talking about spiritual father, the spiritual mother. See, we have to be careful with that. You're going to call me dad, pops, fine. Even if you say father, fine. As long as you're not using it in the context of a spiritual father. See, so... So... All right, we, we definitely gonna have to get back to this one because there's because my head is just spinning right now with that because I man I, it's it's nerve wracking on that whole Jesus Christ being God versus the Son only thing. It's just it's and 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 I don't think enough time is being spent on that because a lot of people are deceived. They just go by if somebody tells them like, hey, this is it, then they just that's it. They That's just it. go by it. See, listen, listen, you're like me, right? Somebody tells you something and it sparks something there, you're going to go study it. You're going to do the research. Because it has to make sense to me. Right. 
Right. It, has it, to. it always has to make sense. It can't it has be. To. Now, now, when to me, when I say make sense, it means it has to join in with the word. It has to fit in there. See, you're not going to just give it to me and it can't tie in with me when I'm researching the word and everything. It, if it don't tie in there, okay, then, then, you know, that's a problem. See, just like when people, people always got me with this, the tearing service. And I would hear people in services saying, you know, just like on the day of Pentecost, down on your knees, calling on. If you read the story of the day of Pentecost, that's not in there anywhere. And they don't like the new way of doing it, laying on the hands. Okay, now if you read scripture in Acts, that actually did happen. They they, they like to make things up. It's, See, yeah. They pick over so, like a buffet. They just pick over what they yeah. want and, you know. It's so, just, again, if they were teaching different things before Constantine built that pagan temple what's changed so what good did he do other than introduce paganism he may have had good intentions who knows I don't know I don't know what he was thinking I only know that what Christ established and what he introduced were two different things so let me ask you let me ask you um can can one make it into the kingdom without being baptized Water yes baptism? yes Yes, you can. All right, now hold on. Huh, yes, huh, you huh. can. Hold on now because yes, you can. Because there is a preacher who I I contend is one of the best preachers out right now mm -hmm. who will put you in the hell if you don't go under that wall. No, no, no. So you're going to tell me that if a person accepts Christ today and they set a baptism for next week and that person dies in between that time, they're going straight to hell. Okay, with the, the whole acceptance of Christ, you don't accept you don't accept Christ off of a sinner's prayer. No, you don't. Yeah, because a sinner's prayer is something that's made up. Accepting Christ is right here. It has to be right. It has to be from the heart. But it's not bow your head, bow your head, no, hands, that. and it's accept not Christ as your personal that. savior. There has to be a it's change. Not that. Exactly. You have to be aware, and this is the whole thing. Many times, people are not aware of really who Christ is, what he's really about, and all these things. Uh, but then you have those that just feel this burning inside, and they understand that, listen, I know Christ died for my sins. I want to get to know him more. You know, and then they, that leads them to seeking Christ. You got something that's just in there, oh, I want to do the right thing. The right thing is, you know, accepting Christ as my Savior. You go up there, do the sinner's prayer, and you leave out of there the same way you came in. So because I'm looking at my time running away from okay. me, I, I got to have you back, but I'm going to put you on the hot seat now. All right. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh-huh. Um, Do I have to answer them? You don't have to answer them, but <laughs> if you I'm don't, just it, I'm just but if you don't <laughs> answer them. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, mm -hmm. but the only caveat to this is they got to be answered scripturally. It can't be something you made up or something you were taught or it's 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 always been this way. That that was a that was a real popular one that I got. It's always been that way. Alright? So first question. According to the Bible, are what can women be preachers? 
according to the Bible? According, according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures, not if you read. If you're talking about that one scripture, no, we're no, but I, but that's okay. not where that, but that's not where I'm going. I'm not okay. going to Timothy, right. okay. where he says suffer okay. not a woman to teach yes. because according because to, according to scripture because I think that was pertaining to a particular instance exactly. exactly. But exactly. I, but I will say this: God is not the author of confusion. No, He's not. Why would they put that in there and not back it up and not? Not furthermore say, hey, I, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, was only talking about this particular situation because I had the foreknowledge of knowing that it would screw up the whole Christian world 2,000 years later. Now, see, this is why we study. <laughs> see, this is why we study. When you study, it's not reading scripture and memorizing it. It's also doing research and digging and finding the root of a thing, the etymology. Mm -hmm. See, the etymology of it. Okay, now, as you said, this was pertaining to a certain time, a certain place, and certain things that were going on. It was pertaining to that when he said that. But now, we also know that all through the Bible, when it came to a man and a woman, the man's name was mentioned first, right? Mm -hmm. So why is it that when Paul is talking about leaders of particular ministries and the woman's name came first? That's because the woman was the leader. The man name came second. The woman was the leader. The woman was the pastor. Okay. So why are there why? Are, and and I, I'm not gonna tell you what I believe either way. But but why why is it not why why is there no other place in scripture of showing a woman being a a, a pastor? You would have had what you just said. You had to dig that up. Because it wasn't plainly written. So what happens to the, the, the newcomer into, the, in, into the, the gospel and they're just reading that and they're reading it for face value? Mm -hmm. What happens? They, they don't have the spirit of discernment. They can't. They can't. And you're, and you're right there. You're right there. They don't have the spirit of discernment. Right? So this is why we study. This is why we do Bible studies and all these other things. So you can point them and show them. Now, I'm like this. You go study it. See, this is what I'm giving you. You study it for yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and, you know, show you. Next question. Okay. Did Jesus come to save everybody? <laughs> Before you answer that now, did Jesus come to save everybody or only his people? Jesus came now. I'm going to go somewhere with this now. Who is, who, who is Jesus' people? The house of Israel. Huh? The lost sheep of the house of Israel. Those are people that God called his own. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, who created man? The God. The Lord God created man. Well, okay. You're, you're Jesus. <laughs> let's, so, get, let's get right okay, down to so, it, okay? Okay, so, okay? So now, man is his people. All right. Regardless of how it came around and all that, man is his people. See, I can take it that way. All right, Hebrew Israelites, you hear that? Jesus came to save everybody. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. You said something a certain way, and I came in with, with what I did there. But now, he came to save those that would receive him. When he kept his main purpose was reconnecting us to the Father. That was his main purpose. And he opened that door for those that would receive him. Got to move on for the next question. Okay. We'll come back to that one. Um, concerning the Immaculate Conception, 
did God get Mary pregnant? Or, or was Joseph really the father? And we've just been reading it wrong the whole time. Joseph was not really the father. But Jesus came out of the house of David. Mm -hmm. and Joseph was from the house of David. Mm -hmm. So how is Jesus not connected by Joseph? Because where, where is Joseph from? The house of David, right? Where's David. David from? Let's follow the lineage. All went back to Adam. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, let's do that. Who created, again, who created Adam? He get, hey, he realized he's getting you, man. Busting this doctrine up. All right. Um, God, he almost made me forget. Last question, because I got to go. I see this time is running out. Was Adam and Eve the first people on earth? You know what? I mean, this one, we're going deep now. I say no. I'm just going to tell you. I say and I, no. And I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. See, <laughs> we're going to end I, it right here. Yeah. Right, we're going to end it right I'm there. Agree. We can pick this one up the next we're gonna, time. We're going to have to pick this up. because we can pick this up the next because time. Because I absolutely say no. Mm -hmm. Based on everything that I've been reading and just looking at stuff, there's too many circumstances. Listen, where did Cain go? Where did he get a wife from? Uh-huh. Cain, the Bible says Cain and his wife uh -huh. went to a city called Nod. Who who established the city of Nod if people weren't always there? And where did he get his wife there from? There you go. Did he have sex with his mom? There or, you go. Or did he marry his sister? There you go. Because the Bible will clearly tell you that, um, I think it said that Adam was like 800 years and he had Seth and other brothers and sisters afterwards, mm -hmm. which would mean that incest would have been okay. Mm -hmm. Because that could have been the only way he he would have got a wife had he had been in okay, this relationship. When they went to this other place, where did they come from? Yeah, where did other people come from? That, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Right, I, I believe other so people. That's why I said I agree. I believe other people will hear, but you know, people are going to say it. People, people are going to hear us say that, mm -hmm. and they're going to say these niggas crazy. Like that's really what they're going to say because you know why? Because they've been taught one way the whole time. They're just gonna see. Oh, Adam. All let, we, let, let me let me throw this. Know is Adam and let me throw this question out there to them. Okay, I know you probably never did that before. Let me throw this question out there to them. Is it possible that a group of people were created, placed here, and they rejected everything of God? Now let's remember, Satan and his people were kicked out of heaven first. They landed on earth. Is it possible that they corrupted these people, intermingled with these people, and they turned against God? And God said, okay, that's okay. I'm going to place y'all right there. I'm going to create me a new group of people. <laughs> We're going to stop right there because my time is running out. Listen, it's been great having you, and I definitely got to have you back. And to the Straight Talk Society, remember, I leave you with this. Always seek out truth for yourself, because if not, you'll be a victim to other people's interpretations of it. And with that, I say peace.